So welcome back. I hope you had a good evening. I'd like to start our morning with some chanting. And so this will be the the last page on your chanting sheets. And I'll say a few words first, both about this particular passage and about chanting practice in general. So this particular passage is um, one of the most common ways that the Brahma-viharas, these four uh, qualities that we're exploring this weekend, are talked about in the early texts. Uh, It's what's known as a stock passage. So in many, many suttas, uh, you find these four paragraphs recited. So it's uh, it's likely that this was, um, or some very similar version of this, um, was memorized and chanted and recited over and over again by the monastics um, in the years uh, after the Buddha's life and was then recorded. And so this represents... Uh, in one way, uh, one of the uh, kind of guidelines or instructions for how to actually uh, cultivate these qualities. And as you'll see, it's just this sense of opening and resting in these states of kindness, compassion, gladness or joy, and equanimity. We spoke yesterday some about the the fact that we're sitting in a circle here in this beautiful room and how just that very form can evoke something in us as human beings. This uh, ancient memory we, we have of gathering together as a community for uh, all manner of purposes whether it's uh, ritual or sacred or healing or governance, but that this, you know, this form is very, very old. And uh, similarly, the practice of chanting is a very ancient practice that goes across all religious and indigenous traditions and cultures. It's not something that uh, in the Western insight meditation tradition that is taught or that we do so often and uh, that's partly because in the mid and late 70s when Jack and Joseph and Sharon and others really brought these teachings back they they made a conscious choice to set aside some of the practices and traditions that had more cultural or religious trappings to them um, in service of trying to make the what they understood as the core of the teachings and practice accessible. Yet if you look at the tradition, there's really a very wide range of ways to cultivate the heart and the mind, and chanting is a very powerful one. 
in the practice of, of chanting, all, all of the different aspects of our being are involved. So the mental faculty is involved in the words and the meaning of the words. The uh, speech aspect is involved quite obviously in the, the act of speaking and chanting. And the body is involved. Uh, there's a physical vibration and resonance of the chanting that can be felt. Um, chanting is closer to singing than speaking. And so it actually accesses a different part of the brain, a different part of the memory. One uses the breath in a different way. So it can be very conducive to concentration and settling the mind. Um, for many of us, depending on uh, our religious background in our family of origin, we may have different associations with chanting. For some, uh, it can bring up very beautiful, wonderful memories, whether it's of church or synagogue or other religious gatherings. Um, for others, it can have uh, more difficult or complicated associations, again, depending on our background. And so uh, just to acknowledge that, that that might be present for you. And, uh, and as, I, as I said yesterday, that a lot of this path, and in particular the cultivation of resilience, is around finding what works for you and finding the the styles of practice and the styles of cultivating the heart that really speak to you, that allow you to settle into yourself uh, and open into states of well-being. So um, we'll be doing chanting today at the beginning and the end and tomorrow. And so I invite you to relate to it as an experiment and to just check it out and see what it's like. So again, so I'll chant the first line that's in brackets. And then we'll all start together with, I will abide. And those little triangles tell you whether to go up or down. And uh, an, un an underline means to hold the note longer. I think there's only one underline. And you'll notice I, I put my hands together like this because this passage actually comes from the texts, but it's up to you however you want to have your body disposed. <clears throat> now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a heart imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth. So above and below, and everywhere, and to us, to myself, I will abide, pervading the encompassing world, 
with a heart imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a heart imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to us, to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a heart imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a heart imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a heart imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. Once more, I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a heart imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a heart imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. So letting the resonance of that move through you. Turning the attention inwards. 
and rooting your awareness in the body. Connecting with the tangible sensations of sitting. Weight, heaviness. The sense of being grounded and connected to the earth. Consciously setting aside the events from the morning, the residue of the week, echoes of conversations, plans and projects. Letting all of that fall away to the margins. Giving all of your attention to this felt experience of sitting. Feeling the upright quality of the spine. Sensing the base of the spine and the sacrum. The gentle curve in the lower lumbar region. And allowing the spine to lengthen upwards as if there were a string running from the very tip of the tailbone all the way up through each vertebra, up through the lower back, through the middle thoracic region, up through the neck, to the base of the skull and out the top of the head. Imagining that that string were gently pulled upwards, the whole spine could elongate, allowing the space between each vertebra to expand ever so slightly. with any sense 
of stability, alignment or brightness, a quality of alertness that comes from having an upright spine. rest of the body, all of the muscles and tissues to soften and relax around this stable, strong core. Allowing the rhythm of your breath to come into your awareness. Receiving that wave of sensation. The swelling and expanding softening, sinking and releasing. giving your heart's full attention right now to the experience of breathing in and breathing out. Allowing everything else to fall away and fade into the background. Gently receiving the sensations of the in-breath. Softly aware of the out-breath.
allowing yourself to be nourished by the breath. Receiving the vitality, the aliveness of an in-breath. Enjoying the release, the settling and stilling of the out-breath. Slowly allowing the rest of your experience into your awareness. Sounds in and outside of the room. Sensations in the body. field of experience, riding on the wave of the breath. And if you like, for the last few minutes, calling forth this quality of kindness, bringing your attention to the center of the chest,
the emotional heart behind the sternum. If you like, you can even place one hand there gently over your heart. And finding your connection with that intention towards goodwill and care. It could be towards yourself. It could be with a mentor or dear friend. calling up the memory of this basic human quality of friendliness. perhaps offering some of these phrases either for yourself or for this other person or being. Connecting with the simple heartfelt wish for our own well-being or the well-being of another. safe and protected. Deeply happy and peaceful. Healthy and strong. this life with ease. Offering the phrases gently, one at a time.